Welcome to Kari Gumbo, the podcast where Nicole and Ashley discuss Black film and TV. Do you remember the first time you saw this movie? Watching the film for this podcast was my first time seeing it. Seriously? When was yeah. you at in 2017? Child, not, not watching Girls Trip. I didn't see this in a the movie theater. I can't remember where I saw it. It had to be one of them streaming sites. I'm sure. I just remember I just remember the hype around Tiffany Haddish. Hype kind of sounds pejorative. I and I don't mean it to sound that way, but um I just remember everyone knowing that Tiffany Haddish was the breakout star of this film. Even though Regina it's Regina Hall's movie. It's Regina Hall's movie, but I think everyone walked away. Not even but. It's Regina Hall's movie and everyone walked away just understanding that Tiffany Haddish, who we're introduced to Tiffany Haddish through Girls Trip, I would say like regular through her audiences comedy. are. Because yeah, but, she, I used to watch the Carmichael show and she, I mean, the comic, it's not. Gerard Carmichael has a weird sense of humor. I like it. I enjoy the show, but it's not like ha ha funny. So even though Tiffany Haddish was on there, the show wasn't it was good. But I don't know if I can if I can say it was a comedy. I'm assuming I liked that it. like Carmichael is like heavy into like satire and irony and it's dark yes. humor and things like that i He's, i did not this, watch the carmichael show um but i Gerard carmichael reminds me of donald glover and how it's like you can laugh at atlanta but i don't know if it's a comedy he does not it's, remind me of of donald glover. i'm saying like this style this style i don't know what other type of he ain't no Kevin Hart funny. Kevin mm-hmm. Hart is more like in that 90s slapstick laugh. I'm gonna make you laugh. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Look at me type of thing. It's not And sometimes that. Donald Glover's stand up can lean into a Kevin Hart style. But I, I if you're if you're talking about like just Atlanta, I don't know. I laugh yeah. out loud at Atlanta. I do not. I, I wouldn't not think I would laugh out loud. Though. But I laugh out loud is what I'm saying. I, I've never seen Carmichael. I might laugh out loud. It was good. Who was was um what's the uh David was David Allen Greer? Mm-hmm. I think he played the daddy. So I mean it's yes. it's funny. But it's like a different type of funny. Anyway, Tiffany Haddish was on there, but this show, this movie, is more like I think she was more in her element. Tiffany Haddish is giving Tiffany Haddish. And I will say that I am not the biggest Tiffany Haddish fan. I'm of her comedy. Like I want her to succeed in this world. Yeah. I want her to, I want her to be okay. I want, but I think like Tiffany Haddish kind of reminds me of Kevin Hart where it's, it feels like, like, it feels like the same. 
It's like, look yeah, at it me, like I'm being funny. Shtick. It's the same shtick, like, each time, which, mm-hmm. you know, is, is fine. Because I feel the same way about Lunell. Lunell is like, you're kind of getting Lunell playing Lunell in every role that she has. But I am a fan of that. So every yeah. time I see Lunell, I'd be like, yes, Lunell, you know. It isn't like other comedians like Eddie Murphy or Regina Hall or um, Cedric Regina the Entertainer. Regina Hall is different because Regina Hall, she funny when she's not even trying to make, like, it's just her facial expressions, the yeah. way she looking. Just, you just want to laugh at her. And she doesn't even do nothing. Yes. Regina Hall is good. Like, there it. She can be a really good, like, character actor. Um, and she can also hold down a lead role. So, you know, in the scary movie, uh, that franchise like her acting a damn fool you know like she can give that but she can also give I am you know regular girl um with a regular career and I'm I'm not acting a fool but I'm still acting a fool um this the language that I'm offering is 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 ridiculous but I hope y'all <laughs> understand what I'm saying because it's like you know um could I guess my question is, could you see, you know what? I could see T- Tiffany Haddish playing Ryan in Girls Trip. Because Tiffany Haddish is still a, she's an actress. She's had some serious yeah. roles. Yeah. I will say going back to the hype of the movie, I do remember, I saw it after everybody hyped it up. And I think I was a, a tad bit disappointed because don't people hype up things so much you think it's supposed to be the best movie ever. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like the feeling I had when I saw The Hangover. I'm like, okay, it's funny. But you know how Do people... Do you think if you had seen this before the film... People's... Bef- when everyone else first saw it, do you think you would be a part of the hype? Like, oh, yes, you must see it. It's really great. I don't know because a lot of it was like ridiculous, funny. And I mean, it's okay. But some of it was a little bit too ridiculous. I'm like, okay, now. What was too ridiculous? The pissing girl. Yeah. I'm like, why? Why are we doing this? Yeah, that was giving me like American Pie white boy humor like that it was giving me that because i was just her peeing so there's a scene where they're everybody is drunk and they're in new orleans and they are doing this zip line like from one building to another so but below them is just like more than likely bourbon street or some some place in the french quarter i've i've never seen this place um but yeah so they're zip lining from from one balcony to another balcony and Jada Pinkett's character gets stuck in the middle and she really has to use the restroom and she urinates all on the crowd. But the pee is like 
It's a, like in a fire this, hose. It's like she sat on a water balloon or something. It's just it is it's not even real. As if she is trying to douse a, a fire. It is so much pee and it is moving with so much momentum that I'm like, okay, this is ridiculous. First of all, that much pee? That much? You was you was drinking all day and you ain't never used the bathroom. That much? <laughs> I swear like a gallon of pee came out of her. And mm-hmm. with the force of 5,000 Mustangs. Like, <laughs> so much force. And so I was like, okay, this is... I'm supposed to extend like my logic here logic. I'm and like, just oh, okay. be in this world. And, and so sure that's funny. Um, but I was like, nah, come on now. Was there, were there any other moments like that for you? Uh, the grapefruit when Tiffany Haddish had the grapefruit and the banana and just go, I'm like, okay, like, what are we doing? Yeah. I mean, it was one of the moments where I feel like I heard about, that so I just knew about it before I saw the film so it was one of those moments I was waiting on I did laugh I ain't gonna lie like I I laughed (laughs) um but yeah I was really interested in Ryan's humor Regina Regina Hall's character because all of them have their issues right well, let's let's start with like what this movie is about. Okay. So we have four friends, the Flossy Posse. They're college friends. They haven't seen each other in five years. It says, but they the beginning. Mm-hmm. I had to I'll run this back. It goes through, I guess, their journey as friendship and their mm-hmm. friendship journey. Um, starts in ninety two. Looks like they're in college. 95, they graduate FAMU. Um, 2011, it looks like Lisa's divorced because the friends are outside the courthouse with Team Lisa t-shirts on. Mm-hmm. Um, 2002, we see Ryan and Stuart get married. 2004, uh, Dina does, well, Dina has chlamydia. They put that in there. <laughs> And did we get Sasha history? Yeah, so she that? was um she was a journalist turned like internet gossip reporter. No, I get that, but I'm like going through the timeline. No, I mean I think it's the any... same as I think it's the same as Jada Pinkett's character, Lisa. Like we only see her get divorced. We don't really see no, I'm just trying to go through the timeline. So, so, anyways, so this, so the girls haven't hung out in the past five years. So they're doing this girls' trip to New Orleans because um, Ryan is this. Ryan has a book. She's like this super journalist, Oprah esque journalist, and she and her husband are like this power couple. And she's doing like a book signing at Essence Fest. And so she's getting all the girls together to have a girls trip. Yeah. And she's headlining Essence Fest. Like she, yeah, she's going to be like a keynote speaker there. And so this is, this is why we are here. 
Did they say why Ryan and Sasha had beef? Because we kind of see that a little bit when they meet up at the airport. It's like a little bit of tension between Ryan and Sasha, but we don't know why they have beef. We don't get it until the very end. We know that something happened, but we don't get the explicit details of it until the very end where Sasha kind of has her, where the whole group has their breakdown. Oh, yeah. Oh, and also in the beginning, we find out that, um, what's her name? Stuart and Ryan's marriage isn't as perfect as they, as their image portrays itself to be. So I've been knew that I've been knew that before the movie said it. So I don't, did you know? Cause I knew. I'll um, tell you. No, I, I, I forgot. I've, I really forgot about the plot point. When did you know that their marriage wasn't as perfect? So when they were doing the radio interview and the host asks, <laughs> what, so how what did you, did get you a girl do like to get the second coming Oprah? of Oprah? Yeah. And his question felt a little too rehearsed to me. And it didn't even sound like his real voice. And I thought oh, his oh. answer, yeah, he was, was like, like, well, uh, Ryan's, what do you say? Like her. Her accolades just make her a better, it's what makes her a great partner or something, whatever he said. It was something about her wanting to see the best in other people. And yeah. he has no other choice but to like be rise great. to the occasion. That felt like a cool, cute answer, but to me, like it didn't offer any like. It wasn't for real. real. For real vulnerable intimacy, you know? And so I was just like, mm, I don't like it. Now, are we really thinking that people are about to be super vulnerable in very public settings like this? No. But something about it, I was like, I wonder if the this is like the film is like, mm, things are not all as they seem. And when he hugged her agent, that white oh, girl, yes. I said, not, uh, you know, a little bit or too. Really, she was hugging him like in a manner that was so inappropriate. He would she would not let him go. And he was just, he didn't do anything. He just allowed this woman to hug him. Now, I know that a lot of men will say sometimes when things like that happen, you don't want to come off as aggressive. You don't want to come off as mean because I'm a dark-skinned black man. And I don't want this lily white lady thinking that, you know, I'm being aggressive with her. And that's very true. But I feel like someone as suave as him would be able to handle that situation in a way where he still looks cool, looks calm, and is not being aggressive. But it's right. like, lady, get your ass away from me. You know what I'm saying? So I was just like, mm, someday right. And I'm leaving it alone. But I figured from that moment, it's more than likely infidelity. And I was right. So Sasha gets a text on her phone from... um I guess paparazzi because she is a blogger that shows Stuart um, kissing an uh, Instagram model named Simone. And she tells the rest of the girls, not Ryan at first, no, I mean, not, not Ryan at first. And She's like, oh my gosh, I just got this picture. And then, of course, Dina is like, oh, you know, Dina spills the beans in like 2.5 seconds. That, 
Pat Ryan's husband's cheating on her. But Ryan threw the curveball and was like, I know, but we are we are a package. We have to present this image to the world because this is who we are. And also she was presenting it or she was answering their concerns as if I know that this is that this has taken place in the past. We in counseling. Oh, yes. It ain't happening no more. And Lisa, not Lisa, Sasha had to be like, baby, this, these were taken last night, baby. And, and she in New sick. Orleans. And the and girl is here. here. She's here, ma'am. She's here, ma'am. You know, so what's what's the Z? Um, <laughs> and so Ryan does not offer um I don't know what she says, but it's basically like, oh, I'll take care of it. Don't worry. And from there, that's also when I realized, like, the real reason they're in New Orleans, because I feel like there's a, a deeper reason that they're in New Orleans. And it's, um, yes, it's like they're, they're in New Orleans because there's Essence Fest and she wants to get the Flossy Posse together. But I also think that sometimes you have really good friends that you that you haven't seen in a long time or if you talk every day and there's something that's going on with you that might be embarrassing sometimes i'm not going to come out to you and say hey nicole yeah my man cheating on me cheating <laughs> on me i don't know what to do i might just hope you find out and confront me with it yeah move me true. into a space of like help me navigate this do you know what i'm saying and i i think that is why that's one of the reasons why Ryan really wants them to get back together because she's in a space where she has all this money on the table because her and her husband are business partners and they do make a lot of money together. And, you know, they have this deal with Bestmark that's about to come up and they're about to make tons more cash. And, and so what do you do when this is my livelihood this is this is my career. My marriage is my career. What am I supposed to do? And the name of her book is You Can Have It All. And she sure can't because <laughs> she cannot have children. She cannot have this um this marriage, a, a healthy one at least. And both of and it seems like she is under the assumption that her career is based on those things when they ask her well when are you two gonna have children oh well it's on the to-do list you know she's not being very honest saying that she's having some fertility struggles yeah they run into Stuart having lunch with his aunt at the hotel but dina is just a wild card so she's just confronts him and causes a whole ruckus. They get kicked out the hotel. They ain't got nowhere to stay now. And so from now on, we're they're just we're just getting into the antics of them at Essence Fest, cheap hotel. Got to go to another hotel. Oh, we got. So um, I'll say Lisa needs a Lisa's divorced and has two small kids, and apparently she hasn't been on a date. And forever, so they're trying to get her to get her groove back at Essence mm -hmm. Fest. So we got a lot going on. 
Do you think Ryan even likes Stuart? No, I just think, I think they're at the point where it's not even about if you like him or not. It's just, this is how it is. It just, it so, works. It just works because he's who he is, she's who she is, and together they look pretty together. And they make money together. So it's, it's a business arrangement. Well, here's how I would have, if, if Ryan is my friend, and I know that Ryan has been asked to be the keynote speaker at Essence, I know that her husband, Stuart, would, prob- would probably be a part of that arrangement. So I know that he might introduce her or they're going to have to make appearances together. I already know that. So if I'm going with Ryan, I'm going as Ryan's guest, I would assume that the three of us, Dina, Lisa, and Sasha, going to have a room to ourselves or a suite to ourselves, and then Ryan is going to be with her husband. With her husband, yeah. That ain't the case. It's like they got two separate rooms, and this is always the setup. I didn't think about that. I did not think about that. Because after Dina um, threatened him with the you know, with the wine bottle and when she slapped the shit out of him, call him a dirty ass Mr. Clean, which is what he is. Um, you know, Ryan's like, your room now. And I'm like, his, his room? What you mean? Like, I didn't even pick y'all up on room? That. Y'all room? Child, what is going on? That's why I'm like, what the hell, girl? You don't even like him. Mm-mm. You don't even like him. <laughs> this an arranged marriage. Hey, some people have arranged marriages. Yeah. It probably started off traditional enough. Like they, and I I mean, arranged marriages are somewhat traditional too. Like it's part of somebody's tradition, but I'm sure that it probably started off with, I really do like him and he looks good on paper. Yeah. Let me get with him. Yeah. But that's still borderline arranged because you're looking, you're considering what he is more than who he is. Well, then I'm into arranged marriage. (laughs) But I mean, I just, I just feel like that part, you got to consider that, you know. I'm not saying there can be a a, a warm hearted Let me not. I don't. I'm because I'm not trying to sound like ableist or anything. But you, there are a lot of warm-hearted, um, like houseless addicts. Are the, like, are you about to marry this person? Like, are, are is that I'm not person going that in the far space to like to like an addict? But I'm just saying in the sense of if he wasn't um a high-profile person. Would they be together? Don't do that. Don't do that. Cause you know good and well. If you had the choice between the two, you would probably pick the high profile person because you yourself but, are a high profile person. Well, yeah. And I kind of want somebody who understands. That's why I say it's more of an arrangement. It's yeah, that's spite. what I'm saying. Like. Aren't we all into arranged things? In a sense. But I think at some point, it's like, it's hard 
it's hard to fake it. At some point, it's hard to fake it. Like, I couldn't stay. I couldn't stay in that situation. I'd just be like, fuck it, I don't care. But some people, they're really wrapped up in the identity that they yeah. they will stay. And be like, well, well this is what I it is. Wish, I wish that we were being shown more of a disconnect between the two that didn't rely on the infidelity. Yeah. You can get past infidelity. Like you True. can have people who are madly in love. Like I choose you as a partner, not this business partnership. The way they were saying partner, I was like, dear God, I don't want to ever say partner again in my life. Jesus Christ. But if the people deal with infidelity all the time and really care about each other and are True. really invested in this other person. And so I was like, well, what else is, is going on? Like what, not necessarily why is he cheating? Cause I don't care why you made that choice, but is there any other reason for her not to like him? Because I didn't see anything that was like salvage, salvageable about the relationship. So it's like, yeah, she didn't, she didn't even like him. Like you, do you even know him? I, I feel like I didn't really know Stuart's character outside of the infidelity. Right. And I don't even know, like, it didn't seem like this was a one-time thing. Obviously, this is continual. Yeah. And um, Ryan is aware. So at this point, is it even infidelity? They just, uh, they're in a secret open marriage. That's yeah. what I put in my notes. They, they have a secret open marriage. Yeah. It feels very scandal- the president and the first lady like he knows she knows what he doing everybody knows Every, but like and you it's just, just to, you can't say you're in is. an open marriage because people are gonna look yeah. at you sideways so you just have to yeah. pretend that you're not mm-hmm. and what would that look like do we have any women out here who are like listen i'm in an open marriage and that is my version of having it all we got that uh, that viral video of that woman laying down the rules for her man that was cheating. You saw that? No. She found out her man was cheating and she was like, this is what we finna do. We gonna stay married. We gonna stay in this house. And we gonna raise this kid together. We gonna make money together. She said, but don't think I ain't gonna fuck other people. Since you fucking other people, I'm fucking other people too. And we don't need to talk about this ever again. Ma'am, when you <laughs> fuck other people and he find out, he gonna leave your ass. So I hope you putting money to the side. And I just think men can... My... The run-of-the-mill man, I feel like it is very difficult for them to handle that. No, they can't. Very difficult. They, they can't. Get, like, men can... I You know... Men will will remain with somebody who has cheated on them for sure, but you not about to be out doing that shit regular, regular, schmegler like you think you about. To. Nah, I don't buy that. But okay, girl, I wish you the best of luck with that. <laughs> and I, but I guess I'm talking about like maybe a celebrity. I think the closest that we've gotten to is Jada Pinkett. Didn't Monique say she? She was open. Sometimes when people say they open, I don't know if it, that just means the husband is open or are both people open. 
See, I feel like we be hearing about it when shit don't work out. You see, Monetta came out and be like, we cheated together. Like, we had three cents together. Sense. Then... It's, not, it's not cheating if you're both aware. So that she was like, she did say they had threesomes together, right? Yeah, she said and that. And that when it, like, he wanted it a little too much. Mm-hmm. So. But I don't think she was with it. I think she kind of did the threesome, but that's not, I don't think that was, she wanted that to be the lifestyle. Did you ever want to do the threesome at all? No, but Niggas probably be the- playing gay. Like, y'all don't want to do that shit. And I think some women think it looks hot, like you know how some folks are like man. girl on girl on girl is hot. I I really think that some of us are just trained to to find that attractive, attractive. Like you know, not saying that it's not attractive. I'm just saying like, I mean, sometimes to me it, it's exploitative. Like you you know, like this. It feels very male gazy to me. Yeah. Um, and I think some women are like viewing that through a male gaze, and that's why they're turned on about it. Like, you is not trying to lick nobody's vagina. You're only why doing do it because it your man is there. If your man wasn't there, you would not be into it. And you want to be a part of the fantasy, and you want to be a part of, you want to be a part of the reason he's being turned on. And you know, I, I, whatever, but I feel like we hear about it. We hear about this, this open shit after it doesn't work out. Like, well, no, we had threesomes together, but he just went all the time. I wasn't with that. And like, okay. I'm talking about, I want to know, is there anybody who has an open relationship? They married and they feel like they have it all. They have the career. They have the children. If they want the children, they have the marriage and it's open. You want a black sister wife. Is that what you're looking for? Not a sister wife because like I, them sister wives was friends. We ain't got to be friends. I don't never have to see you. They wasn't necessarily friends. They just tolerated each other because they, uh, the kids had the same daddy. But when they started getting divorces, like, I remember the one, she only had the one child, and her daughter uh-huh. turned 18. She was like, well, oh, yeah. my baby 18, so... Give me my money, I'm out. I'm out. I'm done. I ain't raising y'all kids no more. My kid grown. Y'all figure the rest of this shit out. What do you think Ryan wanted to walk away with? Mm. what at the end what you mean like if her if her career didn't depend on her marriage and she just was selling books because like she was just let's say she was selling fiction she wasn't selling like those self-help non-fiction books selling a you can have it all yeah she was selling the color purple she was selling beloved she was selling you know other stuff and people didn't even know who her husband was. People didn't care about it. Do you think that she would still like fight for this marriage? No. Yeah, she probably wouldn't even be married. Nope. She'd be like, girl, you, you cannot have it all. That's, that's the name of the book. <laughs> you don't have it all. 
That is the new name of the text. I lost my husband. I can't have no kids. I don't have it all. But I'm still here and I'm great. <laughs> um Yo, Mia found that and she child. thought it was the funniest thing ever. Cause it is. And she keeps playing it back. Cause it is the funniest thing ever. Ever. Do you hear me? What do you think Simone wanted? Simone, the other woman. She don't care. Oh no, she cares. Oh ma'am. The way she acting, the way she just popping up. Oh, when that was at the um at the, the television. What were they making? Sausage? Yeah, I think like they were making red beans and rice or gumbo or something like that. And so they were doing they this were presentation. And so the the host was saying, Oh, we need somebody from the crowd to come and and you know, taste the food. And she and was like, Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean. And it was like anybody but her. I think she's just trying to be uh, shady. I think she wanted to get into Ryan and be like, girl, I had your man and I'll have him again. Why? I don't know. Because if I, if, I hope, I, I, hope I'm, I don't do this, right? But if I'm dating a married man, if I'm sleeping with a married man, a married man who is actively ex, married, <laughs> not actively married, and he's like... an he's an ex football player, and he and his wife are very rich, and they're public. That's the other thing. They're public, public. figures. You Do you understand say, how? I'm saying you can't say you didn't know, or you can't you know. say, "Oh well, he lied." Oh well, he told me they had they lived in separate houses. You, like, there's no excuse. There's nothing you can say to be like. Oh, I thought the divorce was final or whatever. They are currently public. It's like Wendy Williams. It's like, you know what's going on. But it's like, do you understand how I would keep my fucking mouth shut and just collect my check? Some people like an adventure. But I guess to me, it seemed more about hurting Ryan as opposed to like getting back at Stuart. I don't have the answers. I don't know. I just, I really, and but also, I guess this is why I wanted the the film to be a show. And so I feel like the same way you did with Best Man. This was giving me Best Man energy. This reminds me so much of the Best Man. What is the point? Like when you have Neil Long's character wanting to be with Tay Diggs's character, you understand the attraction there. Is she being disrespectful? She's absolutely being disrespectful. Is he being a dog? He absolutely is. But I understand the backstory. With Simone, girl, what do you want? I don't think that everybody needs pages and pages and pages of backstory. But you putting this girl in our face, she's showing up at the cooking presentation, she's showing up at the club having this whack-ass dance battle. Girl, you got all that ass, it ain't moving, ma'am. It ain't moving. 
And I don't understand. You got Manny Fresh up there <laughs> as the motherfucking DJ. You're wasting talent. You know, that man is royalty. New Orleans royalty. American royalty. Black royalty. Of, of, of all the, the black diaspora. Manny Fresh is the royalty. Back that ass up is a Negro spiritual nigga. So how the fuck y'all gonna have him as the goddamn DJ and y'all is, it look like y'all shaking planks. I don't see no ass shaking. I don't. Them plastic ass pants you had on look tight as fuck. They look like they was reversible. They look like they was Walmart, Kmart. Girl, you ain't, you couldn't even get no H&M uh, pants. You fucking a football, you fucking an ex-football player who wife got tons of damn money. I don't understand, ma'am. I don't understand why your ass ain't moving. You shaking it, and it looked like I'm shaking a glass. It looked like I'm, you know, I'm I'm shaking a can, not a not nothing shaking. Do better. I don't know what Simone was trying to do. Mm, maybe you just want to steal, steal Ryan's man. And when you get him, what you going to do? Nothing. I wanted to see her burn. The, and I we didn't get that. We did not get that. And I felt like you owe me that. Because this <laughs> girl been coming at Ryan and her friends this whole time. Yeah, she got her ass beat. But then after that, we find out homegirl pregnant. <sighs> And you came and told me, you came trying to tell me about it because you wanted to throw that shit in my face. And I guarantee you, Stuart told Simone that she was having trouble conceiving. I guarantee you that. Yeah. I know it. They, they, they never said it in the film. I don't think the film ever says that Simone knows that they're having issues. But she but know. I know she know. I know she know. She know. And I know he told her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lisa got her groove back. Ciao. With Kofi. Yeah, she's very, like, matronly. She, she I don't like it about her, because I'm like, girl... She's the only one with two small kids. And I get you can kind of get out your element. But I'm like, really, girl? Like, your kids not even that old for you to be that far gone. She expresses to Ryan that she wishes Ryan had kids. And, and so that to me is like, your friends don't even know that you're having issues. Yeah. That. So we, we are very far apart. And also, um, she said... Don't wait too long because no one will love you the way your kids love you. And I wish they had taken that further because a person who's going to say something like that is, is dealing with, has some concerns, has some concerns. Cause even though it's true, like there's a, there's a love between a mother and a child that can't be touched by other things like it's a different type of experience. I'm assuming I ain't got not one kid, <laughs> but I am assuming that when that baby come, when you meet that baby, it's like, 
oh, this is the most important thing in the world to me. You know what I'm saying? Um, Not only that, it's like a child will love their their parents or their mother, especially. Their mother can be a crackhead. That baby is going to want to be with their mother. They don't care. Mm -hmm. Like they want it until you get they get older and they get brokenhearted 50,000 million times that's when things get but babies they just want their mama and you can feel that you're like there's nothing a child wants more than their mother they will all even mothers who are abusive they will own yeah like they only want them Mm -hmm. um and so I ain't nobody's psychiatrist. Look, I just know <laughs> that when Lisa said that, I was worried. I was like, do we not have love in our lives? It's happening. Well, it's probably because I thought that could have been because of her divorce. Yes. But I there are tons of people getting divorced who understand that your children can't be filling you up. And that's the only thing you need. And I'm not even trying to be like nasty here, like filling up the way she gets filled up in the film. <laughs> but I'm talking about like, you need to have a life outside of your children. And yeah. you need to understand that. Yes, your children love you very much, but you are also worthy of love outside of your children. And I, I'm thinking she don't know that. And I'm, I'm concerned. She didn't even want to leave. She was she was about to cancel the trip. Mm-hmm. I was like, girl, your mama is right there. You better run to the airport. What else? I wish we didn't really get much about Dina outside of her just being a firecracker. That's another thing. It's like we see her get fired from work, but it's like... I don't even know what she did or what goals she had. Or like, you know, it was just her being a firecracker and that was it. And she's aware of this, right? Like right after they get into that big fight, um, she says, you know, I know y'all keep oh, me yeah. around for, for the last. last. Like, I, I know that. But I also, I think that like, other than the firecracker, I think she's the one who is just, she's the honesty button. She's just blunt, you know. When they're at the airport and Lisa is asking Dina, do you think everything between Sasha and Ryan is okay? And when they see Sasha and Ryan ex- have this exchange, and it is kind of fake, like, you know, it's yeah, like, oh, awkward. It's like, she's the one to say, child, these, they plastic, this plastic, you know? <laughs> like, she's aware like and she she's the one who's going to to say the honest thing i feel like a lot of in a lot of instances the funny one is the one who's the brutally honest one like i think sex in the city samantha is the one who's like look look this is trash maxine Mm -hmm. you're making the biggest mistake of your life (laughs) like she has to she's the one to say it you know and she, all of the girls on on Living Single are really funny, but I think if we had, if I had to choose the funniest, I think it would, for me, it would be Max. And so, yeah. um, 
and she's the one who's like kind of the offers the brutal honesty i'm trying to think i feel like kelly in insecure will offer some uncomfortable truths maybe i'm I'm trying to think of other girl groups who on a different world would offer the truth i don't know but i just you know first season jaleesa i mean early season jaleesa um I like that she was the one with like the regular nine to five job, but she wasn't the one with money concerns. <laughs> and like, there's a freedom to her that, I mean, she has been fired and yep. she's still going down to new Orleans. Like I am about to have a good time. Sasha is the one who's having some money concerns. Where is the film set? You mean where they, where they flew from? Yeah. I don't know, but it was only an hour flight. That's what I'm like. So it's not New York. Mm-mm. Texas, um, maybe. Well, how far is Texas it's for a not flight? Atlanta because Atlanta no. maybe is 30 minutes, 45 minutes. On an airplane? Yeah, to New Orleans. It's a 30 minute from Atlanta. You gotta go through all them states. Alabama, Mississippi. It ain't that. It ain't that. It gotta be more than 30 minutes. 30 minutes might. Minutes. That's Miami to Orlando is a 30 minute flight. You're not going. I mean, it's like, it's quick. Hold on. Even Orlando to Atlanta is like an hour and some change. From driving from. Hold on. Hour and 30 minutes. My bad. So it ain't Atlanta. Was it Texas? Where we at? Oklahoma. Oklahoma, Texas, ain't that? What's the other? What else is around I there? need to know where we at. Mississippi, Alabama? I don't think it's Mississippi or Alabama. I just feel like we know we're not on the coast. We're not in Florida. We're not in LA. We're not in New York. We're not in Washington State. We're not in D.C. We're not. And I just, I, I really wanted to know where we were set. But, you know, it kind of reminds me of American Pie, 40-year-old virgin, um, in that, like, this this can happen anywhere. Like, it doesn't really yeah. matter where we are. House party. We're, we're not really, the, 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 the location really doesn't matter. The location that matters is New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I figured we were on the East Coast because it said Atlantic we're like flying on Atlantic Airways, which I think is a, a fake airline, but I'm like, yeah, that ain't okay, real. so we on the East Coast. But not if it's only an hour flight. I mean, like you said, maybe we was coming from Mississippi. I don't know. <laughs> Child. I don't know. Are you excited about part two? I don't need no and part Ghana. two. I need a show. I need a show. I need a series. Sex in the City came back. Y'all come back with a series. I would like a series. They should do the episodes. And I want to, I'm excited about it being in Ghana. Sorry, my phone just started making noises. That would be um, fun. Because I heard about yeah. December in Ghana. 
Where you going to Ghana in December? No, I heard like December in Ghana is like a big thing. That's like the big party season. So if they incorporate that, I think that would be fun. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I don't know much about Ghana and the party scene there. I am excited to see it. I um I really enjoyed the film. I didn't think that I would enjoy it as much as I did. Um but I'm I'm not I'm not gonna say I was pleasant I was pleasantly surprised because I really like all of the women. I I really like I didn't know Lorenz Tate was in it. He was a pleasant surprise. Oh yeah, he was good. Yeah, I liked him. I wish it it was so Oh yeah, Ryan was trying to get up in, in Lorenz Tate and he was just like, Girl, ain't you married? Ain't your husband here? You trying to get me killed? I don't have to be married. But your That's husband is here. You so. trying to get me killed. It would be great, you know, if he wasn't here. <laughs> yeah, I think um I also really appreciate appreciated the uh the agent Kate. And I just I thought she was so funny. The I don't really lady. know much about her. I know she's from Grey's Anatomy. I don't watch that show. I don't either. But I I just really enjoyed her. And at first I was like, why would Ryan choose a white agent? Because this is movie land. Now a lot of times them publicists and agents, a lot of them just are white. Like yeah. you have a very hard time finding a white, a black agent. But it was, I also understood that, because like we said, like we always say, people need to start listening to us. It is important for Black women to have Black female friends in their circle. Yes. And I would imagine if Kate was a Black woman, it would have been easier for Ryan to befriend her and mm-hmm. trust her in another way that she can't really trust Kate. So there would be kind of, you would want Kate to kind of fold in to the flossy posse because it's like they're, you know, this is a new addition to it because this person has been like vulnerable with Ryan and Ryan has been vulnerable with her, but because she's a white woman who kind of don't get it. I mean, she's kind of appropriating black female culture with what she's saying. I mean, she's bye girl you know, all this stuff that she's just hearing. Um, Even though she's still likable, even though she's doing all of that stuff, but Mm -hmm. she isn't someone I'm going to take seriously as a potential friend for Ryan. Mm -mm. Just clearly, just strictly a business partner. Yeah. So that's why I did. I'm like, I can understand why the film at least needed her to be someone who was distant from from Ryan. The only thing I wish, I kind of wish, I wonder if this, how it would be different if this was a millennial story. Um, it would have been a lot more phone usage and it would have gotten on my nerves. <laughs> oh, I, you know, I think I'm just, I think I'm always looking for older women 
um, to look up to. And so that's why I was really excited about the ages of these women. Like, I think that's why I'm like so tied to living single. Like, I just, I want to see women older than me on TV. But living single, they was technically, they was younger than us, the characters. Yes, but when I was watching it, they were like a decade they older. They still feel older when older. I watch it. It it's still like... feels older. Like when I get to the sh- the part of the show where like we're at Kyle's thirtieth birthday, I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? They were some old twenty year olds. I don't know. I, I that's that. another reason why I would like for this to be a show. That's the reason why I feel like I hang on to Sex in the City. I don't really go back and watch Insecure. I go back and I watch yeah. Sex in the City. I go back and I watch Living Single. And I really like that I'm seeing women in their 50s and 60s on TV. I would like to see that with Black women. I feel maybe that's why I want it to be a show. I agree, but I still want both. I feel like we don't have a lot of millennial representation and just we are millennials right yeah girl i told you to write the write the movie even when it comes to like with lisa being a mother i can't i could not relate to nothing i'm like i need i need these uh tiktok millennial moms out here essence fest what i'm trying i've been trying trying to get to the essence fest do we see what movies have come out? None. Nothing. The only person's doing it for millennials is Issa Ray. That's it. And Donna Glover in Atlanta. That's all we got. <laughs> That's all we got. That's all we got. I also really appreciated that they went to FAMU. Because I, you know, I am in love with the American South. And I'm like, yeah. FAMU. You know. Interesting choice. I'm surprised it's not Howard. As all the other TV shows like to do. Exactly. FAMU. for listening we'll be back next week with another film and more opinions leave a review and tell us what you'd like for us to watch and let's keep the convo going on instagram you can find us at curry gumbo be well happy watching love y'all bye